this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Smash After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Smash After Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Count us in. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another episode of Smash Season 2, Episode 3. I am Tamara Berg. I am joined in studio by Kristen Kara. Hi, guys. And Kendra Cabasa. Hello. And Mr. John Cameron. Hello. <laughs> Tell me the, baritone. the booth for us is Marissa Serafini. Hi, guys. Marissa. <laughs> Uh, Can I steal someone's joke? Uh, welcome to After Buzz After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Where we all talk in this tone. I yeah. feel like we really should. <laughs> Maybe we should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that well, was the song, Our Little Secret. It that certainly puts you in a vibe. I mean. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. does. Um, I, uh, well, I'm just going to say it now that... Where's the martinis? <laughs> We're back. I like that song more right now than I did during the show. Yeah. yeah. But we'll talk about the music in a bit. Let's start off just getting right into it and talk about Karen and Jimmy the Annoying and <laughs> Kyle the Ever Hopeful. Yeah. Like, right, that's, jerky yeah, Jimmy. Just, yeah, Those are described. their superhero <laughs> names. I, I, I asked the question. I won't say it exactly how I asked it, but I was like, "When are the? Why, why is this guy such an ass? An well, ass? Sorry, I, I an ass? Lar- uh, even more? Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> show us the backstory. Finally, we got a little bit of him about why he's such a jerk. Yeah, like, he's so sour. And did you notice he was stoned or drunk in every single yeah. scene tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was telling, and obviously a very specific choice. 
So okay. so we start off with the two boys finding out that their show is out of order. They're supposed to be having a, a um, big, meeting. big meeting with Derek yeah. that Karen has set up. set up. It's going to be their big break, and they find out the show is out of order. That's a big problem. <laughs> they and don't even have it in well, they don't even have it complete anyway. Well, that's what happens when he writes it when he's drunk. Yeah, it's just whatever's like there. Everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Napkins. Well, and one of the things, <laughs> I I worked with a couple people who were writing a musical, and I could name one of them, but I'm not going to right now. Um, John. Oh, oh you! Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was right. you, as it a matter right. of fact, yeah, writing a musical. Yes, yeah. And it was really interesting watching the work that was done because, yes. um, you know, a lot of times screenwriters work with cards, but the, really heavily worked with cards in yes. Constructing the musical that you worked uh-huh. on, because there's a there's a definite sort of formula to how when the songs come in, what's the tempo of that mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. you know, what's it supposed to convey, and and it was it was really sort of modular and very interesting, you know, walking in on the floor and <laughs> everybody standing around staring at the cards on the floor, yeah. and it, it brought me back to that while that we were watching this scene. Did did that come uh, up for you? Uh, yeah, it did. It had the flashbacks. It was a little scary there for a minute because you know, <laughs> the idea that you don't ha- you're going to have a big pitch meeting to a director that could actually help you get this thing on Broadway and you don't even have it finished it's, in, uh, it's on written on napkins and you're oh you know I just thought maybe we should put it together yeah maybe you should get it <laughs> together in some sort of form that you could uh, have some sort of context so, so, that's, so that's why he's drinking and you know taking hits yeah <laughs> but what did yours look like once you finished did you the, staple them all together or did you the, the, the note cards yeah. or did you, no we didn't staple the note cards we actually had a physical script and, and there, was, there was actual paper the by the end of it it exactly. had numbers exactly. on each Yes, page. Yeah. It was a little more Julie and Tom versus <laughs> yeah. Jimmy right. and Kyle. Right. Oh God, just <laughs> curious. But so, I mean, so, uh, first of all, I just, I'm going to pull out the implausible card because okay, I haven't know. yet this season. Okay. Um, but implausible that Derek would be so interested in a couple of songs written by these guys when. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When they are so disorganized. Does, if, am I making sense there? Uh, no. I can see that. But uh, I, I didn't, you know, in the pitch, I don't know about you guys thought, but, you know, when they were making the pitch, I'm going, I don't think there's anything here that would make me go, wow, that's, we got to do that. Cause that's sort of what I was Well, we thinking. knew why he was there, part of the reason. Yeah. Why Derek was there. For, yeah, right. doing a favor mm-hmm. for Karen. But then we don't really know Derek's full background. Maybe he started yeah. off that way and maybe it. You know, pull tug at a pan string it back. in his heart. Yeah. I honestly think he showed up there because the whiz thing didn't go over real well, and he's <laughs> like, "Well, I got nothing else to do." So oh, I wow. think he likes the idea too, though, and I think that's a reason why he's also drawn to Karen is kind of the up and comer, and and mm. also bestowing his wisdom mm. upon right. The he gets to be people. the big dog. Yeah, yeah. Right. and it, yeah, it still point. is a thing for Karen, and it's important to Karen because Karen definitely feels like these guys that she wants 
them to make it because she wants to make it. She's got a little piece of that and wants to help out others who are also trying. And, you know, he probably still wants a piece of that. So he's going over to the apartment with so her. So if he still has a thing for Karen, uh, how do you think he felt about the fact that Karen obviously was not as interested in him, didn't oh, give him the beer first? Was you could tell. <laughs> yeah. So Although I, I think that lights a fire yeah, under that's him a little bit. Yes. Oh, I think yeah. we'll yeah. see him chase her a little yeah, bit then yeah, the next yeah, episode. Yeah. That's yeah. a prediction way too Chase early. Yeah, we always do. <laughs> we always do. Constantly doing our predictions throughout the whole show. Mm-hmm. Well, so when they, uh, when Jimmy realized where their set list, yes. for lack of a better word, oh, set list for hit yes. list, yes. was, it, there was a little subterfuge, yeah. uh, a, little a little bit of cryptic conversation mm-hmm. between Jimmy and Kyle, where is that, no, I forbid you to go back Can't there. go back. And then it, it looked like he did he break in or did I look away when he was finding a key a hide a key or something? Did, you know, I'm I didn't not. even see him do it. I just saw him in there. I, I just saw yeah. yeah I think okay. he was just there. there. Okay, but it was he, he was it. obviously not supposed to be there. Yeah, Whether no. he broke in or got in by mm-hmm. less nefarious processes, he he wasn't supposed nice to be there. Or got you know Very there was nice. a surprise. Thank you, <laughs> and uh, and he got beat up for it, but made it out with his two pieces of paper. Yeah, uh, he got the better of it because he got so he ended up with what he went there. He got for, what he so wanted. Who knows how the other guy looked. But what yeah. was that? Like, who was that? Well, I'm sure we'll find That's out. That's Jimmy's I, past. I'm sh- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got out with just a little yeah. cut on his lip. Cut on and, his lip, yeah. and You should see the other guy. about it again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll learn that. I mean, the way he was pitching the story to Derek anyway, you get, okay, so this is his story. He came right, from the so streets, let's, homeless, all this stuff. Exactly. So let's talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, so that's his story. And I'm sure, I don't know, not positive, but... I, I think it that's must the estimation. Be. You write what you know. So he was obviously homeless at some point. He mm-hmm. had a lot of trouble. Uh, uh, and clearly, Derek, not Derek, I'm sorry. Um, who am I talking about? The Kyle. Kyle. Jimmy. Uh, Kyle. Kyle. Uh, obviously, his songs are everything. He can't really make it in the world, doesn't know how to, s- to <laughs> converse with people, <laughs> and mm-hmm. has no social skills. Oh, the only way he can converse or have any communication is through song. It's okay because Jimmy doesn't have any person like people skills <laughs> no. as well. Well, it's true. It's kind of a dream, so <laughs> he did kind of light up when he was talking about the show. That's true. A little bit. Who, who did Jimmy? Did? Jimmy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got into it, and then when he realized he was about to talk about Karen, he yeah he stopped. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Ooh. Another prediction. Ooh. No, no, no. I was no. I was imitating him. So oh, no. <laughs> let me let me ask you this: Do you, are now that we know. We assume that we know a little bit more about Kyle. Are you more sympathetic toward him? Oh, you mean Jimmy? Yes, I mean Jimmy. I mean Jimmy. I do mean Jimmy. I have him written. Yeah. So since we're talking about Jimmy, do you feel like do you feel like now that we know some of his backstory that he had this you know rough past? Are you more? Is he less of a jerk? Personally, Mm. I still don't like him. Right. (laughs) I don't. I feel bad for people like that, but I don't. I don't know if it's just the writing of, of how how yeah. they're portraying him or how he's acting. It. Mm-hmm. It just seems it's not as natural, right? Of of I don't feel as sympathetic towards him. Just still based on his actions, like yeah, he got excited and he's kind of being nice. I'm I'm not buying him yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not loving him. Well, he, I think he's still his character still lacks a little bit of depth, which is I think what you're talking about. Yeah, we're still kind exactly. of looking at the one facet of mm-hmm. of this guy, um, but I think they're opening the door for him to become a, a more real character and a more faceted. 
yeah. to continue the metaphor character. Yeah, I don't hate him, but I, I'm suspicious of him, so I don't trust him yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? What? And what? What are you thinking? No Just, predictions, but what are you thinking? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Marissa's going to throw a pen at me now. <laughs> Again? I know. <laughs> no, I mean, I think... I just I don't trust just watching his body language and he's he's a little shifty. Mm-hmm. I say well, he's certainly about a holding lot of something back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a and lot. So yeah, there's something we don't we still don't know. Especially yeah. <coughs> he's got a huge chip on his shoulder, and it's mm-hmm. always tough to watch somebody with a huge because you just want to say mm-hmm. put it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. like everybody had rough childhoods or whatever. Not everybody, right. but everybody has something. Everybody has something because even in interacting with Karen and falling for her, I don't even know if that's safe. Even yeah. though they make it look like it will be, I right? I just because I don't trust. I feel like there's characters that I don't like, but I like them. Like Ivy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of love to hate her. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just think Jimmy's a jerk. Right. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't love him. Yeah. I more hate him. I don't want to say hate. It's a strong, strong word. But he's just... Eh. He's not so appealing. <laughs> like, well, you know, one of the things that I think is going to help us as we go down the road, because they're going to develop this musical in some fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think one of the things, things that is going to help us, help him endear himself to us, is seeing him, seeing his art you know mm-hmm. I mean like really hearing his songs mm-hmm. and really getting a sense of it and then watching him go through that process because that's obviously the, pl- the place where he allows himself to be revealed and yeah. to be vulnerable and so that's I think where we're going to get into the depth of him and they're just you know starting with the with the most basic facet of yeah, you gotta start you gotta start him somewhere and you got it's great to start him that far away because then you can really have a nice arc for people to start liking him mm-hmm. and it's like wow he yeah. started I mean you could I mean that's just a wonderful drama Mm-hmm. Can we Starting. revisit and clarify again what each of their roles is, Kyle and Jimmy? Because it seemed like a passion project for Kyle, but it seems like Jimmy's doing all the work in the pitching and the music, and I, I'm kind of unclear. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I, I thought it was Jimmy was doing the music, mm-hmm. um, and they were both collaborating on the book. Mm-hmm. Or is it just that Kyle is shy and he couldn't explain it as, I think as well? That's, as, I think that's what yeah, I think it is, yeah. Okay. It just seemed like he wasn't doing much. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, you know. Well, I, yeah, I think it. I think it is that it, it, it may also be clearer in Jimmy's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe because he's the note taker. Go ahead. What John yeah, well, I, I, they kind of hinted at that because they were talking about how, well, we wrote it all down. And, stuff, and it seemed like Jimmy knew it better anyway. And mm-hmm. Kyle couldn't do it without the notes. Right. But Jimmy probably could, I'm guessing, because he kind of lived it. Mm-hmm. Because so. in episodes past, Kyle was the... Yeah, he was pushing the it. The front. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, he he seemed a little giddy when Derek was there. It meant more to him that <laughs> way. So he's probably just starstruck. And you yeah. got the accent to deal with. He just doesn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> he looked a little doe-eyed. <laughs> You're on my doorstep. Exactly. Oh my God, so. Big British producer. Yeah, that was funny. Do you <laughs> yeah. think that the drinking and drugs is going to be a problem? Or is it just an element to this episode? When isn't it? On TV. Like yeah. that. Well, but we all we kind of went through the, the drugs and alcohol, mm. wrecking your art thing with Ivy. So, do you, I mean, do you think they're going to visit just, that storyline again? Or... Do you think it's just what he's hiding behind right now? Anyone? No, That's a I great question. I think it'll affect. Yeah, we're doing predictions all over no, the place. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I I completely understand that because of the way the order or disorder in which they're living their lives and having their art is just mm-hmm. spewed out like it's you know nothing to them. It doesn't have any value. Right. I I think that is part of the whole thing. I don't think they're organized in any way. It, it doesn't look like they're ready for the big time. Is my point. Yes. So, which is why I was wondering why is Derek 
going back to what you said, yes. Tamara, which is why would he be interested to work with people who clearly are not ready for the mm-hmm. big time? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So. Yeah. I also tend to think we saw a little bit of his previous living arrangements, and once that guy realizes, I'm going to guess more than likely what he took from there, or if the show gets picked, picked up, up right. then he's going to see his old roommate's name on there. I think that's mm. where the drug and mm. all that problem's going to happen yeah. for them. Okay. So we may not see it right away, but I think that was a foreshadow. Mm-hmm. My guess. There may yeah. be some rage issues. Karen, <laughs> like he may mistreat her in some way. Jimmy? Yes. Okay. And then Kyle will start drugs. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we got to put it all no, in the mix. Just Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of grist for the mill here. <laughs> right. Well, do you want to do a little, uh, a little thank you for us right oh, now? Oh, yes, absolutely. Thank you very much for everybody who's uh, going to iTunes and downloading and giving us ratings and comments. We appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have over 60 shows here, so I'm sure we'll find, you'll find something you want to, to listen to over here at AfterBuzz. Uh, we got three million, over 3 million downloads a day. It's 20 million a week. So please uh, continue. Continue that and tell a friend for us. We like to say we, we start the conversations here. We love it when you guys continue the conversations with your rating and your commenting and uh, bring a friend to the conversation as well. So thanks very much. Yeah, we appreciate your support. All right, let's talk about Ivy and Tom. Okay. <laughs> BFFs. Yes, it, they are, and they yeah. have been. And so she's up for this amazing part <laughs> in... Cecile. Cecile, Cecile. Cecile? I can't remember. Cecile. Okay, Cecile. thanks. In I just lost the name. Dangerous liaisons. Yeah. All right. Do you want to say it in French for us, Kendra? Liaison. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> one, one more time. Say something else. Please. Les liaisons. Can you play that music while she speaks French? Can you play that other music? <laughs> That's for another episode. Right. Yeah. Get some more male viewers out there. Right. <laughs> so this is a very big deal for her. And one of the things that I was thinking of when they were showing this, you know, last season was all about Bombshell. It was mm-hmm. all about people coming together, about this particular show. Um, there was a little bit of a, a detour off with Karen doing that, you know, the side project where she was dancing on the bed and in the warehouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Um, but but generally speaking, the entire season was about Bombshell. And here, we've got we've got things going on all over the place. Mm-hmm. We've got Bombshell dying, no coming back. Then we have Hit List as being a possibility in the future. And then we also have Ivy in Dangerous Liaisons. Mm-hmm. So, lots of possibilities for since we can't go back and w- watch all yeah. the songs to Bombshell, we've got exactly. to figure out another place to go. So um, so I think this is going to be very interesting. Ivy obviously got the part. She was very nervous about it, didn't think she was going to do well, and got the part. Went and ran to Tom. Yeah. And, uh, well, before that, yeah. We, so before that, she was talking to Derek, Derek mm-hmm. to get some... So she was going to him to... What get feedback to get coaching? Yeah, I would yeah, think. I think advice so. on something because yeah. he's a director. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she yeah. still obviously has feelings for him. Both, I think, as a director and obviously as a as a boyfriend type yeah, love interest. Yeah. You can't call him a boyfriend, <laughs> right. but as a as a love romantic yeah. relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> yes, I do. But do you think it was a wise decision to go to him? Because has he ever really given her? Ivy make. Too many ones? No, but that's, yeah, I guess point. that's my point. But it's like, why do you want this guy? I mean, I know he's a director and everything, but 
Has he ever really steered her right? <laughs> but she feels a kinship mm-hmm. with him and a yeah. trust mm-hmm. with him. Whether or not it's misguided is yeah. another I question, say, I think. She's getting a little smarter, I think. Like, I yeah. like last season, I think she would have kept bothering him, but sure. now she knows when to back off. Mm-hmm. Well, that new, I'm just wondering how much sitting in that room watching somebody else play Marilyn mm-hmm. affected her. Because um, in that song, she's saying goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right. And so I don't think she was just saying goodbye to Derek. I think she's saying goodbye to this the possibility that was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no how did you, how did that song strike you and what, I mean, wh- where did you think she was coming from? I, I thought she was coming from, I'm standing here, here's here's what my life could have been and it's obviously not going to be that anymore. And she was saying goodbye to the whole idea of why am I coming to Derek? This is not where I should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, the, the idea that he might be a love interest is, that's ludicrous as well. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea of saying goodbye to all of this and I think it all struck her when here I am having to watch this, and I think that's what it affected. Me. Right. So it went th- so all of her uh, misgivings about yeah. not getting the part that's uh, over. Uh, yeah, just she's, move on. She's get. just it, this is turn the page. That's this it. is turn the page song. Yeah, I was, thought it was interesting too in that song. If you noticed, they only had two lights and they were on Derek mm-hmm. and Karen the whole time, and mm-hmm. the only time it shone on um, Ivy was when she was near Derek, mm-hmm. and I think that was the only way that she was even any part of that spotlight there was when she was with him mm-hmm. and now she's not um, so so then she's in the dark yeah no matter what he still has you know obviously he still called her for he still likes her as a performer and everything sure, like yeah. that but mm-hmm. obviously his priority is not her at all right well and interesting that she she called him out in that situation and said yeah. you're doubting yourself right mm-hmm which was a reflection of her situation bef- kind yeah, of before she walked in the room right. and then she made the revelation and said... You sh- yeah, she, and she even finally realizes that too. So that was a very poignant line. You're doubting yourself and you shouldn't do that and neither should I. Boom, mm-hmm. I'm out. And then go. Karen even said right before that, <clears throat> which I think was a huge reflection on Derek not really knowing, is she goes, I'm not sure what you want. I'm not sure you do either. Yeah. And I think that was also what I was telling him yeah. at the end. So Everybody's he's starting to it. figure figure out a lot of things. I'm glad we're seeing a bit of growth in Derek this season. Yeah, because he was just basically a player and kind of a jerk last yeah. season for the most but part. But a lovable one. <laughs> for, for some Personally. people. For some people, yes. I like Derek. Lovable, affectionate. <laughs> some might say he was affectionate. Okay. Kendra, what was your take on the whole Ivy and Derek? situation uh gosh i'm still kind of i don't know i i feel that um i i kind of question ivy's feelings for him if they were really authentically you know feelings of love Mm -hmm. or if it was just kind of the attention she was getting or the attraction to his power and that sort of thing so i don't even know if if it was a real serious connection and and, Uh and saying goodbye it was probably more to the whole production not to to their love affair I don't, I'm not sure hmm. but um, anyway just food for thought mm-hmm. but clearly she was moving on in some respect because she goes to Tom right and then she says that whole thing about Tom like you're a great director you know how to get somebody without mm-hmm. demeaning them mm-hmm. and she starts to making the up. comparisons exactly there's a whole other possibility for her now so but not romantically no no just oh, the, okay. just professionally that I can I don't have to be demeaned to get the good right. performance out oh, of yeah. me yeah that yeah, I, I can growing. I can be in in a relationship with people that doesn't have to turn weird mm-hmm. it can be professional and supportive and those and I think that's unusual for her right but that's just not enough dysfunction to be interesting I, TV I know 
home. So something's got to go oh, wrong. Well, she's not going to stay there, oh, okay, but it's nice good. for her to see that there might be something better for her. Okay, good. Do, do we think this is, you know, like you know, like choose your own adventure? Is this page 85 as opposed to <laughs> page 32 because of the new showrunner, because of the new producers, that sort of thing? Wait, uh, wait, with... Just with bombshell the direction with Ivy and the oh, relationships I, and mm-hmm. well, I, I mean, I think that I, I, I liked the scene with her with Tom where he said well, he was on the phone, I yeah. guess, and mm-hmm. he said, you know, interesting. Out of all of us, you're the one who's going to be making oh, it big. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. the one who's going to Broadway, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's I think it's just opening up a whole new world for her, and it's the world she's always wanted to live in to to have the. Um, life that her mother mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. and that her mother wants for her, um, and and I think I, somewhere I think maybe a, maybe in the first episode we saw some coming ups where there are definitely Marie Antoinette sort of looking outfits yeah. coming yeah. up. Mm-hmm. So there's we're going to spend some time mm-hmm. with dangerous liaisons. Mm-hmm. That's where Sean Hayes is a part oh, of that's it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it'll be the it actually couldn't be the competing show because neither one of those two are. <laughs> on Broadway at the same time at the moment so but I think that'll definitely light a fire under a lot of Karen Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, interesting because you think about they they were both up for the same part, both fighting so hard for it. There was a loss and if Bombshell never makes it, even you know, it's like getting a getting a part on a pilot of a show that, yeah, that, that gets airs. that never airs and you mm-hmm. tried so hard to get it, you missed out on this other part, you didn't go to this other audition mm-hmm. and that's the one that made whoever is in it a star. Mm-hmm. You just never know how those things are gonna go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why'd you have to bring that up? <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about the the um, you know the title of this episode was called the dramaturg. So let's talk about Mr. Dimple Smiley Face, <laughs> handsome, handsome cut, He's a handsome something man. on his oh, chin yeah. with that chin, uh, Peter. Daniel, so Peter Gilman, uh, Peter comes the parasite. Up. Thank you, that Peter the parasite. Interesting when they when they come. Oh, my first thing that I wrote here was love interest for Julia. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they're starting out classically. <laughs> classically, they hate each hating other. each but other. It's so the meat cute. They Did we already forget other. the husband. Or she's not going to try anymore. No, we're he's not. We're they're not. We're moving on. Well, uh, he's going to Cleveland. Um, no, he's <laughs> not. But I do think we. I thought one of you guys gave me news last week that he was not sticking around yeah. anymore. Did I just make that up? Th- that uh, they were cutting the fat, right? Yeah, somebody brought yeah, in that yeah. article. Wow. Maybe that was Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sarah's not here to tell us. But yeah, I don't think the husband is is making a reappearance. If it is, it's not going to be very what about important. The fun? Is he there? Well, I don't know. <laughs> he probably should show up at some point. But it's more exciting when Julia has a love, love interest. interest, and yeah, Frank was mm-hmm. a little especially as Mister Mister Cutie Pie. This but guy, then, yeah. Peter, is definitely better looking than Frank. A little younger. She can be a little yeah. cougar to him. Okay, a little well. cradle <laughs> nice. robbing Let's going play that on. music. So, so, she, so Peter... <laughs> She's like, I've got nothing. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so Peter coming in is a sure sign to, in Julia's mind, to the world that our show is in trouble and it's never going right. to come back. And she's resistant, resistant, resistant from mm-hmm. the very beginning. Even though there's a little bit of a possibility for Glimmer of Hope, uh, Tom's encouraged by the idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, they read 
once they meet with the parasite, they discover so many of the people who have worked with him in the yeah. past and had had successes. So Tom's looking at it as maybe a great possibility. This is a good thing. And mm-hmm. Julia is just wildly threatened, right? Yeah. Because I think there was something that was hers, and she's lost everything else, and she doesn't want to also have to change Marilyn. And when you write something, it's kind of your baby. Yes, she doesn't want to give up her baby as easily to somebody <laughs> right, else. Right, right. Yeah, but if you if if your baby isn't welcomed by everybody else, you got to rethink the baby. <laughs> uh, it's true. I mean, the, the, in the writers' room, we always talking about you got to throw your babies away. Right, because when they don't work, you just got to get rid of them and start with something else. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I just think she's having a like. Yeah, no, she's hanging on more than most. It's like, what? Are you kidding me? You, <laughs> you were uh, look. You got the feedback. The feedback was no, it sucked. Let's move on to something else. So you got to do well, something. You else. know, I thought I thought so interesting. Twice she said her argument was the people loved it. Right. You know, we got standing ovations in Boston, and the answer was that it's was Boston. Boston. And then the other one was, didn't you see? People were crying. They yeah. were loving that scene. And and I think she's a little bit deluded with the places from where she's getting her feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe giving them far too much. Well, I, I'm going to say she is giving them far too much credence because yeah. they're feeding what she wants to hear yeah. as opposed to mm-hmm. her having some kind of objective v- view of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, nice analysis. Okay, thank you. <laughs> totally. Well, and it's, I mean, the whole thing is an illusion. And she'd like to face the reality that, okay, I didn't, I didn't write something that everybody liked. Right, and then all the work that went into that, and it still failed. And now I got to restart everything, and this guy's going to come in and tell me what to do. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a much harder thing. That's a huge pill to swallow. Forget now, it. why do you think Tom was not resistant? I I don't think his ego was invested in it as much as hers, and I don't think he's he's as fragile or as insecure. And he has a crush, even though it's on Mister Hanson, yeah, on Peter. Well, you know, I wonder too if part of the reason why Tom was not as threatened is because his part of the job the writing of the music is maybe uh, more grounded in reality yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and, and he's mo- way more pragmatic it didn't because work because he's be- right okay so let's try something else well, okay he mm-hmm. said he was nervous too because people <clears throat> kept telling him that he's basically on a sinking ship so yeah. he's trying to get a he's trying to get a lifeboat yes. while he can and still keep Julia around mm-hmm. with it because he could leave easily And I, but I yeah. think he wants that help now and he needs Julia to get on board with it. I also thought the way that Peter the Parasite went about <laughs> it in in business, I think it was okay. But for Julia, it did attack her. I think yeah. she felt personally attacked rather than seeing it as the piece mm. and that there was mm. there were good ideas there that just needed to evolve. And she didn't put her time into it. Mm-hmm. She was a little busy. Well, and I think, too, that Julia is perhaps not used to getting criticism. Well, she doesn't read them. Okay. Well, right. Yeah. But I mean, even in this case, you know, yeah. coming from from the people who are employing mm-hmm. yeah. her, Instructive. Um, I think she's used to just going in and being with Tom and saving the world yeah. and not, you yeah. know, Be- we need a little tweak, a little tweak here, mm-hmm. a little tweak there. But this guy coming in, this guy who's a coffee snob and a wine snob <laughs> and, you know, he's basically critical of everything. Right. Got his blue and yellow post-its like all over yes. her screen. So I think she's just not really that used to criticism probably mm-hmm. yeah. well she certainly wasn't very accepting of it no so. yeah. another thing though was What's when that? julia was writing bombshell she also had her scandal and with the affair and 
they the producers were coming up to her being like this affair is also affecting the play too so mm-hmm. that might be another added element why it's also affecting her more so mm-hmm. than everyone else right now well and that leads into the dead on thing that peter said which was you were dealing with this affair yeah. during during your writing of this and so he connects dimaggio and michael yeah the guy she was having the affair with and said what you pointing at me? There's no heat. <laughs> oh, there's no and heat. No yeah. sex. No sex. Yeah. So, so whatever was going on with her and her affair wasn't translating to the page. Or maybe so. she felt bad writing about it, since yeah. she was doing it. Yeah. It's like let's keep this PG because well, she wanted to keep her affair so secret that she left it off the pages of the. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So nobody ties it yeah. together. I don't think she had the thought to. No, I'm sure. It's, it's all subconscious, yeah. right? Like that, but I bet most of their musicals are a little bit more family friendly, <laughs> not. Heat cutting edge. I didn't think that song was very. Are we talking about that later? Are we talking about the songs? I didn't. Oh, think we can that talk was. about it now. Sure. Well, she. she so she I was think encouraged. She, she was encouraged. You know, in in kind of a roundabout way by what Peter said mm-hmm. to write this. Well, this to all new show piece. you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But she didn't really think it would ever end up in the actual play, or the musical. Right. Mm-hmm. Much to her. Okay. So the song be. was was JFK meeting Marilyn, not meeting her, but finally seducing her mm-hmm. and the song was called Our Little Secret yes Kristen what did you want to say about it <laughs> I mean it brought more heat than what was in there I particularly didn't like it I didn't think it was that much of a song um, I didn't feel and it was kind of weird because she like he said with the predators were kind of messed up yeah. Marilyn made some comments that were like oh don't but do but mm-hmm. I don't really know I didn't feel anything from Marilyn's and JFK just came off yeah. of the swarmy like, hey, but, baby. But I think that was the point, and that's exactly. the exact point that Peter was making. Is that <laughs> It was interesting. It was different than what we'd seen in Smash uh, uh, Bombshell, but it still wasn't right. It still yeah. wasn't good. I think Peter's points are great. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you how do you tell the movie Bombshell without any sex or steamy heat in yeah. it? Right. One of the things Musical I liked scene. about it was that it had that tone, that lounge yeah. martini, 60s kind of yeah, tone. Nice. It was. It really set it immediately, mm-hmm. like we talked about in the beginning. This was an original song written by um, Mark Shaman and, oh gosh, what's his name again? Scott Whitman. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, I liked that it had that, but the you know the moments where JFK was speaking, and then why don't we stop doing what we're doing? <laughs> and, you know, I, I, fa- I felt that was incredibly awkward. Yeah, it was really it was. uncomfortable for me to hear. He only did it two yeah. kind of a third time, but I, I didn't like that. Kendra, what did you think I about think the song? I think that was almost on purpose, though, yeah, to I show think that was in the style, too, yeah, of this and to demonstrate yeah. that she wasn't fully comfortable yeah. writing it. So it was a little awkward in her first attempt. They didn't go in and show us her writing and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of... Well, and they they talked about how it was rough. They Mm -hmm. were going to present it rough. Yeah. Yeah. And more than anything, I think it was a big F you from Julia to Peter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she's... true. You know, Just to say, hey, I could. Yeah, it's like, sit here, what's your steamy, sexy scene, So and it doesn't work, so go away. (laughs) Basically, so how could it be really good? Yeah. That's a good so. point. Yeah, the song itself, I wasn't impressed. I usually applaud Smash for mm-hmm. bringing something entertaining at, at different <laughs> levels. I mean, Ivy yeah. has in a lot of emotional songs that I find are good, and then there's fun ones, and this one I was just yeah, like, and the first I one I had see, a big belting number was great. So. Yeah, I don't see myself like Can't, singing in the car yeah, with this. I mean, it's from the Wiz. <laughs> yeah. so you, yeah. right. No, no, right, exactly. <laughs> um, but this, you know, in the first season, they did have 
um, I think it was History is Made at Night. Mm-hmm. They did it a couple, twice at least, and mm-hmm. it would it would sort of come back. And it was a song that evolved a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you know maybe this is one that's starting off with all the awkwardness and mm-hmm. and uh, and uncomfortableness that we're we're all feeling, and maybe it'll come back more polished. It would be really great if they did because yeah. I mean mm-hmm. to actually see that process where you start out with this because she wrote it. For all the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. but it, 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 for it would work great in the show. But to see it transform into what it could become, I thought I, for me it would be fascinating. Well, but I actually do that. So well, one of the songs that makes me think of is "Baby, It's Cold Outside." Yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. is you know it should be this play between the two because yeah. this one was not that, which is what Peter was pointing out. It's not a predator; it's a prey thing. It should have been a nice little. Like uh, dance. Uh, yeah, dance, but you know, one where you're going, okay, who is predator? I'm not yeah. sure who's preying on who here. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Well, so, and I think they have great opportunity if they yeah. do revisit it. That would be way more fun. And yeah. it would be so interesting to see the process that way. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. So, what, what about this? If Julia was conflicted as she first wrote Bombshell over her marriage and her affair, now we've got prickly Peter coming in and well maybe that was, that was <laughs> okay if you want to go there Tamara well, and just that he's and I did, I did not mean to put the yeah, double entendre in there but that he's that he's an agitation to her right um, but then could become is probably going to become a romantic interest how is that going to affect her work well I thought that the whole thing was great the the, the the subtext is you wrote something that has no steam no heat in it and yet they're having this thing which is clearly there's some heat between them which yep. will probably you know come into some fruition at some point during the season on the slippery <laughs> exactly, couch yeah exactly well, oh, that, cause, uh, well I mean that, Julia's that's how new they would, muse that's how they the would, that's how they start these things that's how <laughs> it goes they hate each other then they're gonna find something then they'll you know all that all that pent up aggression is gonna find its way out somehow yes so, yes on vacation go. or something yeah but my, but get away. you know if he's accusing her of her personal life getting into her work and right. that being a negative yeah you know, isn't isn't that going to be the case for him to not get involved with it? It depends on how it gets into your work. I mean, if it, if it works its way in and it's great for the piece, then it's, then it's wonderful. When it doesn't work, well, that's a stupid thing. Why would you do that? <laughs> you know True. what I mean? I mean, most songs are written about love and relationships exactly. or breakups uh, and, you know, right. heartbreak. Everything that Jimmy's written is probably, you know, the hit list, basically, is all that stuff. Yeah, As Derek yeah. says, there's always a girl. <laughs> yeah. Dangerous trouble. Dane's women and women, they be trouble. trifling. <laughs> But I think I think it's great that he's there, and I think it's great that he's. What I thought was interesting is he comes in. He's pretty kind of. He's very controlled in his measured. Peter. Peter. When Mm -hmm. he's controlled, he's measured in his in his uh, criticism. And there, you know, but obviously she doesn't want to accept any of it. And Tom's playing referee, literally playing re- mm-hmm. referee, right. coming between them and stuff. Like right. And I feel bad for Tom. I go, really? He's gonna have to play referee again? I mean, he's gonna have. He's always in that thing. Where he, yeah, he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does get in the middle yes. a lot. Yes, I just go give that guy something to do. <laughs> he's great fun to watch. Though. He is. And, I like and him. I really, yeah. I want him to, you know, get, get to be his playful self in this season. I really hope that that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else that anybody wants to? kind of mention at the moment or should we go on to our news okay let's go on to news then we've got some news for us a little bit 
I, should I go ahead? Um, yeah, I was just kind of looking at different articles online, and um, there was an interview with Ivy, who Megan Hilty, mm-hmm. uh, her character, and it was interesting because they asked her what's ahead for Ivy this season. Yes, and she you said it's tell. all about change in season two. <laughs> oh, yes, we can. Um, both personally and professionally, everything. She wants to be a better person, which is what we discussed right. last time. I right. thought that was interesting. Um, just. Interesting that it's not, um, you know, drugs, alcohol, bad things mm-hmm. that are making her change, but actually, mm-hmm. and it's chicken and egg. Is it that the good things are happening because she is changing, or is she changing because the rewards are coming her way? Right, true. We'll yeah, find out, won't we? We will see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have some ratings. The ratings for Smash's premiere were down from last year. Uh-oh. Uh, the series brought in 4.5 million viewers and a 1.1 rating among among adults 18 to 49, uh, which is down 71 percent. 71 premiere. Well, mm-hmm. if you'll remember, they promoted the heck out of this show last mm-hmm. year. That's true. And they they really haven't nowhere near as much. I mean, yeah. it, every couple of days. Remember, th- there was lead up to the Super Bowl. There yeah. were all kinds of ads. So. I'm sure that has affected it a lot. I've seen a lot of bus ads. Mm -hmm. I've taken a picture of (laughs) (laughs) and posted it. I mean, it's 71% down from the premiere last year, but 47% decrease from their average in the same time frame. I think it's so so hard, too, between after first season, there was a huge gap that... It wasn't yes. around. It was hard. I know we couldn't figure out what day it was premiering yeah. on for the longest time, too. Yes. Yeah. We were like, when's it back? <laughs> oh, and, and last thing, um, Veronica Moore, played by Jennifer Hudson. Uh, Jennifer Hudson was recently on Kelly and Michael. Mm-hmm. I just want to say Regis. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's going to take a while to yeah. get that one right. Um, and she said it was uh, intimidating at first to be on the show. Uh, being on a television show that's uh, functioning like a Broadway show, but it's like a concert at the same time, so it's changing every week. Mm-hmm. So I guess it keeps her on her toes. <laughs> and then I just had uh, two quick things where I was reading NBC's Smash. Lowe's and I Theatrics partner to improve school theaters across the nation, and it originally started... Um, it kicked off in long, or will kick off in Long Island's East Rockaway High School to restore school theater destroyed by Hurricane Sandy. Oh. And then any schools across America in need of repair, you can go online to NBC and you can enter. And the program is sponsored by Lowe's and Smash. Deadline for applications is March 6th. And top five grand prize winners will receive gift cards from Lowe's to help renovate their theater. Okay. So they're promoting Excellent. it. One of the yeah. stars, are the, the newbie, Jim, uh, I believe Jeremy Jordan. He's also making appearances and stuff at the schools to help out. And then one of the ones I sent in an email to you guys is on E! Online with Watch with Kristen. It was uh, the Smash drinking games because it seems like viewers either love it or they hate it. And either way, she's like, how about you have a drink? And I'll just read some of these. You drink every time uh, Julia cries or complains. (laughs) Ellis the Terrible is mentioned. No, never. Derek has a Marilyn Monroe fantasy. Oh, yeah. Um, Jimmy is sensitive about his work. (laughs) Or Eileen's angry face generally terrifies you. (laughs) Or I kind of like this one that goes with drinking. Someone's dreams are crushed. <laughs> Every five minutes on that show. No, yeah. We wouldn't be funny. doing this show if right. we actually no. <laughs> this no game. Way. There is no way. Blood alcohol level of nine. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. 
Not even point nine. I mean nine. 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 All right. That wraps up our news. Let's go into predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Who wants to begin? Oh, Kendra was mentioning how she wanted to start. Oh, she was. Oh, (laughs) good. Thanks. (laughs) Always. Well, I feel like I always say my predictions as we're going. Yeah, Mm -hmm. now I'm tapped out. But, I I mean, I guess because we saw the preview, I I think you guys are right about Julia and Peter. Something's going to happen. Because he proposes that they go away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's like a getaway or go away and write in a confined... It'll be ostensibly Cabin. to write, to work, and then something else will happen. <laughs> right? <laughs> like Does that happen? Never. No. <laughs> Does not happen. No. Yeah. I'll go with another love interest. I'm in a. Well, we saw that Karen says, I can't stop thinking about him, and that's mm. going to be Jimmy. Jimmy, right? I or think Dev. They're Sorry. <laughs> Dev comes back. <laughs> I th- or Kyle. Right. <laughs> uh, no. I think they're going to obviously start things up. And then my guess is Derek isn't going to like that. And uh, probably have Jimmy find Carrot and Derek in a compromising position right after. And. Yes. Karen's starting to show stuff for Jimmy, and then he's going to freak out and mm. be all mm-hmm. sensitive, and we're going to have to take a shot or something. So <laughs> um, We're all going to have to take a shot. <laughs> I think that's a good one. John? I think Kyle is going to go crazy <laughs> <laughs> and take everybody out. Hit list. And there won't be <laughs> any exactly. other. Everybody he's actually dies. the real uh, impetus for hit list, and he's the one that kills everybody. Oh, no. Well, he kills them. I just, you know, this guy, he's such a sweetie, but I'm going, get, again, give that guy something to do, because right now he's just so... Kyle? Oh, yeah. Maybe he'll kill them softly there with you his go. song. There Maybe you. he will. Maybe I right am <laughs> seeing parallels between the Kyle, Jimmy, Let's Write a Show and Julia and Peter, Let's oh, Write a Show. Interesting. And so um, I, I don't necessarily have a prediction, but I, I think that we're going to see those parallels continue and, you know, the potential of of blocks and and conflicts affecting their work so um and it's going to be interesting to see the newcomers versus the the old hats Mm. you know kind of taking at it and 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 what comes out of that i think it's going to be fascinating tv Mm. can i I can i piggyback off of the death thing because they did talk about in hit list where he said everyone dies in the end oh derek and derek said all you need is one big death and he could be just referring to the Marilyn parallel, or I don't know. That kind of got me thinking. Maybe there's going to be one big death. Oh, I think that would like literally like, one of the characters. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Nice foreshadowing. That, that's what I was thinking. Because Smash seems to do that yeah. parallel a little yeah. bit sometimes. Yeah. But I, I like that. All right. Well, then let, okay. Since you made that call, who's it going to be? Well, Kyle's the murderer, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's the roommate guy who punched Jimmy in the face. Maybe Jimmy. Nah, we wouldn't care about that. We're not invested in him. That's not good. (laughs) I think it's going to be Peter. Oh. She'll finally find some love with him and all this other stuff to have this romance. Boom. Out. Tom's like, I don't need another writer. Uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. I think that might be it. That could be it. Maybe it's Tom and it's manslaughter. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so nice. Okay. Well, it's self defense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for us this evening. Kristen, tell us where we can find you. You can find me, Kristen Carroll13, on Twitter or thefan, F A N 2 C.com. Kendra. <laughs> I'm at Kendra Cabasel, K E N D R A K A B A S E L E. What other shows are you two doing as well? I'm doing Walking Kristen? Dead on Sundays, so okay. definitely check that out. And I don't have any right now. This is the only just one. Looking forward to newsroom. Waiting for re- newsroom yeah. to come back. Mm-hmm. John, where can we find you? Uh, Justified, which we did earlier tonight. Yes, uh, we did. And thank you very much for letting me sit in yeah. tonight. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Thanks. I appreciate it. And you can find me at uh, adventuresofserialbuddies.com. Yes. You can go or just go to the Afterbuzz TV website. They'll find our trailer there. Our movie opens March 8th. We have, uh, let's see, Christopher Lloyd's in it, Chris McDonald, Artie Lang, uh, Kathy, Kathy Lee Gifford, Gifford, Maria Menounos, Beth, Beth Bears, Bears uh, and a bunch of other people, which I don't have time to say everything. Um, Tamara did the co- uh, costumes and wardrobe in it. And uh, it's a great show, a lot of fun. And so check the listings for when we're going to be in your city. Nice. You can find me on Twitter at Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. And if you're happening to watch morning television tomorrow, I'll be on Home and Family That's on right. the Hallmark Channel celebrating our 100th episode. Yay! So you can find me all over the place. Well, thank <laughs> you for joining us. We will see you next week for Smash. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.